something that I don't think a lot of um, a lot of companies take seriously or think about is really thinking through and baking out what they need out of a role and making sure the questions they ask will give them the level of context that they need. Let me explain. For those that know this podcast, and obviously if you're listening or if you're a consistent listener, you know about Engage, you know about Beyond Brand, you know about the goal of that, right? (laughs) Job descriptions... And even question design for interviews can only get you so far. And I think as someone that's recruited talent before, I think someone that, uh, I think someone that, someone that has brought people into organizations, someone that's been ahead of people, someone that, you know, I, I know a lot of recruiters, like, like I, think, I think we all can raise our hand. Let's just all do it together for a second. I'm, raising, I'm literally raising my hand right now, and I'm going to say that job descriptions and even the best question design, the best robust dialogue within an interview process is... The way, current, the way it's currently structured in 99% of companies, it's typically not enough information contextually being provided to the applicant. And I think we all can agree with that, right? So what does that mean? I believe that means the following. We need to ask better questions, um, but also provide really deep nuance and context that's facilitated by a third party to really get our brains moving and, 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 and having qualified individuals asking us questions to really understand some things is a really good idea, right? So that's a little plug. But if you don't have the opportunity to do that, I think your question design and being thoughtful about it and hiring someone that is not afraid to ask really direct, contextual, nuanced questions um, in an interview process is uh, it's really a good idea. And so I figured for the role of the of a DEI leader within your company, I think it's important to ask the right questions to make sure you're landing on the right person. And but but I do believe being someone that is, you know, that has been, you know, that's 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 definitely hard to place as a talent. I do believe there's pros and cons. So let me just start with that actually, because I want to be honest. I think for the rare group of individuals that are like myself, you know, I, and I'll be candid, I have a skill set that is, to some may seem broad, to some that are smart and strategic would, would respect the strategy. Because, you know, for, for some that don't believe I can go deep into rabbit holes, for others, they respect that because they know that I have enough understanding, strategic ability, decision-making capability, team-building capability, leadership capability. Um, I'm great at asking questions. I'm great at facilitating. I'm great at extracting nuance and details and next steps. I'm great at making decisions around next steps. Like I'm, 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 a, I'm great at being a leader. And, I'm, and, 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 I, and I definitely, for the work that I do, have enough knowledge of what it is that we're talking about whether it's, you know, whatever role that is, um, to, to hold down the fort and to get the job done. But I will admit it's very, very, very strategic. For other folks that are similar to me, or opposite of me rather, are actual practitioners. They've done the job of every single HR 
role before, and now they've coupled that with leadership capability. So they're they're a dual danger dangerous factor, right? They can do the actual job tactically without the leadership position and, and responsibility, and then they can also be the leader. And then you have the majority of professionals who are subpar leaders and just eventually, you know, establish themselves to, to know how to do the work, and now they're in that position, right? No matter who you're talking to, you do need to be aware, though, of the way the, 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 way the questions are structured, right? The questions that you would ask to someone like myself, they may give you an answer that is not as tactical and deep, and then you may pass them over for the role when really you have to go back a little bit before you even get to the interview and really ask yourself, what do you need? Do you need someone that's strategic? Do you need someone that can steward a bunch of doers? Do you need someone that knows just enough, but really 85% of their skill set is being a leader and galvanizing thoughts and perspective and motivation and putting teams together and recruiting new members and extracting nuance from different departments and, and, and integrations? Like, do you need someone like that? Or do you need someone based off of bandwidth, finances, uh, goals, uh, desire to not have it F up for the first time? Someone that's really tactical and then that's going to build the team after they do the work for a bit. So starting off, organizations need to ask themselves that as it pertains to DE&I, right? Do you need someone to come in and bring a lot of focus to an HR team of 40 and do you need someone to do the job for a bit use the other 40 members that they have but eventually have this have the have the budget and the ability and the decision making bandwidth to build a team of seven or are you looking for someone to take over the team of 40 and use those folks strategically and to stay at the top levels as it pertains to DEI strategically, academically, um, network wise, and technology wise, and move quickly, right? So, depending on where you're trying to go, some of the questions I'm going to provide to you will fall into either bucket, right? Or either category, if you will. And I think you have to be cognizant and smart about that. So, question number one you know, what are the biggest challenges DEI professionals are currently facing? That is a macro question that every single person within an interview should be asked and should have an answer to. What DE&I training have you received? Again, this is an interesting one, right? Are you looking for someone that has a macro perspective or are you looking for a doer? You know, what forms of what forms part of your DE&I team and how do you ensure you know the responsibilities and everyone has a responsibility tactically and strategically? Hmm. Love that question. I love that question because if you're looking for someone that's a leader, Great question, right? Great question to kind of understand their frameworks and how they look at it. How do you stay informed about the latest updates um, within the DEI labor laws and, and how those and how those labor laws matter to how our company is currently structured? That question could go two different ways. I could see a leader not knowing the answer to that question, but giving the answer like this. You know, I stay informed about the labor laws within the HR and people app space. Overall, by building a few relationships with Sherm, having some you know, having some relationships with folks who are in HR law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and if I were to be hired by your company, 
And if you have someone in this position, which I've already done my research and know you do, I would take one of our HR generalists and, and I would understand macro perspectives about the labor laws and how DE&I in a 2022, 2023 world are, how those things are kind of working together. Uh, I'll do that by reaching out to some of my folks over at Sherm and some of the networks and the relationships that I have, seeing what other companies are doing, get all that information together, sit down for a 30-minute meeting, present that information to the generalist, and then the generalist will go about really tactically diving deep into the U.S. Department Law website, international labor organizations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and get the right answer. And then I would uh, confirm that that's correct and then continue to move fast. See, that's an answer that is strategic, but also tactical. Another question here, it says, is what do you see as a major event, trend, or change that will change diversity, equity, and inclusion within the next five years? Really great question. You want to see how this person may respond about the George Floyd situation, um, the latest situations with um, abortion laws and so forth, and, 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 and race, and gender, and background, and... Um, so you want to see, you want to see where they are because you as an organization, you know, the value sets that you have. Um, another question could be, how would you describe the way you think about diversity, equity, and inclusion? And how has that changed over time? Again, do you want to see someone that can give you a six minute answer that's super tactical and you can tell that that's been their entire career at a tactical level and maybe that's what you need right now? Or can you see someone that is willing to be vulnerable and honest and say, look, you know, I've spent a lot of my time in a leadership position in the HR space. I think my focus and attention for DNI has increased over the last five years. Here's why. And I think, you know, my job as a leader is to surround myself with folks that really, really, really have dedicated the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years of the career to this work in different capacities. And, and, and I think my skill is to bring those folks together and allow those folks to educate me, educate the ed- educate the, the organization. Because I feel like, let's say I had the skill in the background of 20 years, I think it's better to have every single person in a practitioner tangible role have anywhere between five to 20 years in experience. And I believe that 100 to 200 years of, of capability trumps my 20. You see, like that's that's super strategic yet tactical. So I'll round out this this episode saying this. If you're looking to put someone in a leadership position as it pertains to DE&I, you have to ask yourself, what do I need them for realistically right now in the next 12 months? What's the bandwidth cash wise, team wise? And um and what type of questions can I ask to really figure out if I need a tactical or a strategic or a little bit of a blend? And if it is going to be a blend, what 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 questions am I willing to hear macro answers for? And then what questions I'm willing to really push to get tangible, deep, detailed answers. So um hope I didn't disappoint. And uh just a few thoughts here. Thanks a lot.